By the way, we're talking with Adam Bergstrom, Yes, No, Maybe, Chronobiotic Nutrition, and also SolarTiming.com where you can get all of his ebooks. Look at, give us your little logo there, Adam. Show us, show us your logo. There you go. Hoo-ah, uh, hoo-ah. <laughs> SolarTiming.com. How many books you got up there? Ebooks? Over 40. <laughs> wow, that's great. Good for you. He's a pretty prolific guy. How many, speaking of prolific, do you have you had a lot of children? I mean, you've had a lot of wives. Have you had a lot of children? Uh, only two and a lot of grandchildren. <laughs> only two after all those wives. What was up with that? Um, only one. I only had children from the first one, and they're up to 60 now and, uh, and climbing, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Nobody has kids they're, 60, uh, man. I'm actually a great-grandfather. Right. Do, do, do you see them or talk to them or? at all not not much one is fairly close and my one grandson is a celebrity he's called it's so frosty and he's a uh, a game uh celebrity he's all over the internet if you look up it's so frosty bergstrom <laughs> it's so frosty bergstrom well we'll check yeah, him in out. fact my my son tried to keep him off the internet because he was spending too much time now he's glad because he makes a million dollars a year playing video games <laughs> he makes a million bucks a year playing video he games. does he does yeah at wow. least the first year i'm not sure how he's doing now but he's he's more of a celebrity now so i assume he's still doing well that's cool that's cool. Travels to Europe and all over and plays these, uh, I forget the name of the games, but you got to be really fast mm. and sharp. My other son was good, too. He was the champion Pac-Man in the world at one time and the California for another one of those games. In fact, one time he was on so many hours, he passed out and fell down and woke up when his head hit the floor <laughs> from being awake because you have to stay. I think the record now is two days someone's mm. been on the game. Oh. Well, I've got a good uh, thing for for you if you can watch it um it's called the offer oh it's really good it's all about the making of the godfather and was written wow the book was written by uh ruddy or something like that who produced the godfather and it's really good really really well done called the offer so i, I think they've okay. got seven or eight episodes if you can find that somewhere I think you'll enjoy it. You know, it. you'll get a lot of uh, insights. Are you familiar with uh, Giovanni Russo? Well, sure. Or, or Rubisi? Giovanni Rubisi? And, uh, no. Uh, no. Uh, let's see. Is that his last name? Giovanni I think it's Russo, Rubisi. I think. No. I, I think it's Russo. Okay. He was the one that was raised as a kid with mobsters. He, he actually was in the hospital with uh, polio for five years. I'll be. And... He killed his first person who was a child with, with, a, uh, with a sharpened piece of metal. And that's how he got out. They, they were so embarrassed that this guy was molesting kids and that then he was killed that they let him out. Then he hooked up with a mobster. What was the name of the famous mobster? Who adopted him as a child so he got to meet frank sinatra all these oh, people man. and he was a personal friend with sinatra and actually busted sinatra for for murdering somebody and dropping him in the ocean hmm. uh, russo had his first sex was with of all people marilyn monroe oh well you might as well go for it go for the gold speaking of her yeah. did you see there's going to be a new uh uh movie about marilyn monroe that's going to come out Soon, it's supposed to be really, I think it won, won big stuff at Cannes or 
the film festival. It's supposed to be a good one. Uh, oh, but Giovanni won't be in it because he actually, he was on The Godfather and he got the mafia. He's the one that made the movie possible. Before that, the oh, mafia I, oh, was I know banning. who you mean. He's in this. He's in this series. He's in this wow. series because it was all about that. That uh, that you know, and he, uh, the producer, did a deal with him to take the Sinatra part out of The Godfather because this guy is a, a Italian guy. Yeah, yeah. No, it's all in the yep. movie. That's you'll like that. Yeah, it's all in the movie. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, he's his stories are fascinating about the insider and his uh, war with uh, what's his name, uh, James Con. Oh yeah. They didn't get they didn't get James Con broke his ribs and uh, and put him in the hospital for a while so he's not a fan of james Kahn, and he played the uh the bad guy that betrays him in the in the godfather and he was actually kidnapped and going and and on the death list for pablo escobar wow. and as they were torturing him suddenly pablo escobar realized you're the guy in the godfather you're my hero and he and he let him go <laughs> yeah there's so many great stories with that i um Coppola went through it, boy. They they tried to fire him twice, and <laughs> they, they they, you know, uh, they had guys at Gulf Gulf and Western who owned Paramount, didn't want Marlon Brando, and um, and. Um, <clears throat> Do they tell the story about Brando when Brando found out that he, he asked him, "Where what have you appeared in before? Are you on stage? No, nothing." And then he went and he was going to complain to everybody. What is this guy doing in the movie? He's going to ruin the movie. He's not even an experienced actor. So Giovanni took him aside and said, look, you. And he threatened him and did all kinds of cuss words and things to him. And Brando said, wow, that is great acting. Okay, you're okay. He thought he was acting. And they became best buddies after that. (laughs) They didn't want Pacino either. Pacino hadn't done anything. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, but Coppola wanted him and fought for him a long time before they ever let him have him. Isn't that interesting? You would think that these producers got so much juice. I guess they're paying the money, right? They're, they're putting up the money. So Crazy, man. Yeah. yeah that, it's an interesting backstory in that. Oh, Very yeah. fascinating. You're going to love that. You yeah, know, I'll have to check that yeah, out. Yeah, the offer. Is Adam familiar with uh, the milk fast diet? If so, can he explain how it should be done? Val in Pennsylvania. I've, I've heard about that. I don't know if you're you just supposed to drink milk and that's it. Well, I, I've heard of someone who claimed they cured themselves of cancer by just going on raw milk. Apparently, it has to be raw milk. And all you do is drink raw milk and it has antibodies in it that have actually uh, cured cancer. I usually don't drink milk because though ray pete would disagree with me it has too much lactic acid in we stick to cream and to cheese and to butter and to kefir we've been drinking a lot of kefir lately first for the protein uh content but it does have probiotic action now you can get probiotic action from just about any raw food you eat too but kefir is good for that and i i drink about a half a quart uh every day or two on the cream i just step away for a second on the cream you can get raw cream there right and we can get it here you have to be have to be kind of uh, creative but you wouldn't drink a bunch of pasteurized cream would you or would you 
No, no. no the, the raw cream here is so good. The last match we got, we had to squeeze it out like, like toothpaste. Yeah. It was that thick. So we I had to work a knife in there to get it out or hold it upside down. You hold it upside down, it goes to the bottom, and then you squeeze, and it comes out. It looks like a big wad of toothpaste. Why is why is cream? Well, cream is essentially butter, right? Why, why is so essentially pre-butter? Why, why is it pre-butter? <laughs> it's pre-butter. Why is cream then so much uh, better for you than just like raw whole milk, uh, cow or goat? The lactic acid is in the other product. Now, oh. once in a while, it has benefits. So even sure. lactic acid, the things we poison, even even omega-3 fatty acids as a medicine, they can be used. It's just that if you use it continually as a supplement, you get into trouble. But omega-3s as a medicine from time to time, Revisi used it for certain stages of cancer and heart disease and things of that nature. But uh, Ravisi actually got credit for popularizing fish oil, according to some sources. Oh. But they, they took the good part and left the bad part out, that if you take them for over six weeks, you get an adrenal reaction to it, and it fights it off like it's an enemy, and it's more like a, uh, like a rejection phenomena mm. happens. Mm. They left that part totally out. Mm. So you can really tell the difference if you would drink even raw cow's milk and cream for you i've noticed the difference and yet i'm alive still and i drank quarts of Did milk you? i was raised on first we were raised on pasteurized milk before they before they homogenized it sure. i went from breast milk to goat milk to pasteurized milk then it got homogenized and i was drinking uh two quarts a day regular and half and half a lot of times back in the day yeah. because i couldn't gain weight the calories thing is a bunch of bunk because i used to uh one time i ate uh, three meals at house of pies where you get i had three <laughs> eggs uh hash browns bread and butter and jam and then i ordered a second plate and a third plate that's nine eggs three servings of uh, of uh, hash browns and all that other stuff that goes and dessert and then finish it off with three slices of sweet potato pie Whoa. and didn't gain an ounce. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of the people that are doing more carnivore now and they eat a lot of eggs to no detriment. I think you could probably eat as many eggs as you want. And don't you, as long as they're really good ones that are, that are real, real range, you know, I... If they're giving them corn and stuff, that's an issue, right? Because you eat when you eat chicken, you eat what they eat, or when you eat eggs, you eat what Even they eat. Even worse are the omega three fatty acids when yeah. they give them that. That's really bad. Yeah, when they, they add they, it, the yeah. corn isn't that bad. It's not that bad. Mm. Well, it's genetic corn, so I take it back. Well, I think that at farmers markets we talk to people who supplement because when we don't get a lot of rain, and they say they give them organic feed, non soy. And that's got some corn and stuff. So that's not terrible, right? It's not, it'd be better if they were just totally grass-fed, but it, it's hard to do it in Texas in the summer. Yep. It's worse when they put omega-3s oh, yeah. in it. But even then, the egg is still a good food. We eat uh, two a night. Do you? With potatoes. We get our protein out of potatoes and eggs. They're major sources of vitamin C. And just about any, every element in the book is in a potato, except maybe vitamin A and B12. Huh. So when you get your eggs, uh, farmer's market, do you get them? Farmer's market, 
each of us eat two eggs uh, a night are they regularly and we get it organic uh, uh farm raised free of the cage all of that kind of stuff we we have three farmers that we buy from and uh trade around which ones we're gonna buy from but they're all there Do and they- actually they're there's a fourth one we don't buy from because their eggs are too expensive. <laughs> do they? Twelve bucks a uh, wow. package instead of. So what do you pay now? Uh, I think we're paying seven fifty. Yeah, that's what we pay six to eight, something like that. To to question them to see if they give them extra feed and if, if they do, it's okay as long as it's organic for you. I'm I'm usually more polite about it, but Viper Gal just goes up there and <laughs> what do you and feed She them? wants to know what are you doing with it. <laughs> are most of them? Are some of them able to just do the the range and no, not the external feed? Do you get enough rain there in California to do that? We get several that do. And we're in a terrific drought now. You may yeah. have heard that, yeah. uh, that uh, Governor, it's an emergency. They're cutting off water. And Montecito is particularly bad. And it's really water management. Because they, we have plenty of rain here oh, that yeah. could be stored. They just don't know how to store it. I don't know how to do it. Um, let's see here. Uh, oh, we, oh, we got to do another commercial before we stop. So stay right there. Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. And uh, it's good to be here with you. This is a great product if you'd like to try it. It is called Bio Superfood Microalgaes. And there's a whole bunch of different algaes. Oh, just a bunch of them. And um, these are made in a, in a kind of a bioreactor so there's no pollution whatsoever from water, I think uh, 1,200 feet deep. It's really a great product that's on our website. I take a lot of these guys. Not that what I do matters, but I'm doing pretty good. And uh, you can do about 10 a day, that's what I do. The F3 is the one I get because being an Italian Scorpio, I always get the, the best. <laughs> they got these different numbers in them, F3s and stuff like that. You know. Yeah, they do. Well, I sure love my sauna. I I don't I don't even remember the last day when I haven't uh, used the sauna. It's just crazy. I mean, it's the last thing that I do. Take a big maybe eight ounces of water, even more, and I jump in that little puppy, and um, in a relaxed far infrared sauna. Has a nice chair, got a towel over it, and you just sit there and you turn it on. It's very quiet. And then I, I do my spiritual exercise again. I do it two or three times a day as much as I can where I'll just sing Hue, H-U, you can do that, or do Om or whatever you want. You have your own or just, you can just talk to God or, you know, contemplate life, contemplate your navel, whatever you want to do. And that's a good time to do it because you're kind of warm and cozy and... Uh, it's just um it's just a nice thing, you know. If you'd like to get one, just email me, Patrick at one radio network dot com. Patrick at one radio network dot com. Twelve ninety five delivered, tax title license, um, to the lower forty eight. And uh, we ship them all over the world, ship them to Canada. Uh, it's about two hundred bucks more to Canada. You can just uh, figure about fourteen ninety five delivered to Canada. And uh, we shipped one to Ireland the other day, and it's a, these are great, great, great units. Uh, very, very nice. I think you'll enjoy it. I've been mine's been running great. 
gosh, for 10 years now, and every day, and it's just, uh, I, I just can't speak highly enough for them. So check it out. Oh, here's Dr. Rowie, and he talked about how they actually measured the sweat and found more yucky stuff in there. Previously with Dr. Thomas Rao, the Pericles Medical Clinic in Switzerland. Their specialty is detoxification. We asked him about far-infrared saunas. The far-infrared sauna goes much deeper into the skin subcutaneously. It has its maximum about four to five centimeters below the skin surface. You've actually measured materials in the sweat and you've proven this. Yes, the, the patients after a week doing this every day, half an hour or 45 minutes, they react quite much with sweat. Then you can collect this sweat. Then you measure this and then you find how much they detoxify with the heavy metals. It's really amazing. These are great units. I've had mine four or five years now. Well, that's probably about four or five years old, the commercial. So you've had it longer than that, dude. <laughs> Check it out. Just email me. That's the only way to get the good price. Email me, patrick1radionetwork.com. I'm going to order some today. I'm about out. And I get nervous if I get close to being out. And this is the Pearl Sim. It's just a, a superior product. And it's made from real pearl. Real pearl from real oysters, that's right. And uh, they powder it up, and uh, Dr. Rule and Shoes figured out how to powder it up. Oops, excuse me. Just knocked something over. <clears throat> and then you brush your teeth with this guy. And then, boy, you'll like the way your teeth feel. You can do it uh, before bed and the first thing in the morning, or anytime, do it two or three times a day, and you, you'll be... Uh, You'll be looking like Tom Cruise before you, before you know it. And, uh, and then, then get some of these too. So I would order three of the green ones that we just showed you, the powder, and then get, a, get one of these. It's the same product, but it's in little capsules. And then you can just, and I do about three or four of these every day. Pearl, and this is a wonderful form of uh, vitamins, uh, or minerals rather, and, uh, and uh, target proteins. So I need some water, and that's uh, uh, the only form uh, the, of calcium that I would take because it's from a living source. It's the only you don't want to do calcium from some rock or something. As the Max Planck Institute talked about years ago, only do stuff from a once living source, right? Once living source. That's the way to do it. So this pearl sim you can take internally. I think you'll have a good experience with it, and then. Brush your teeth with it, and yeah, you'll be good to go. And then you too could uh, could make a movie or something. <laughs> Broadcasting from the beautiful hill country in Texas, this is one radionetwork.com. Indeed, it is. Speaking of Tom Cruise, oh, let me grab my water. Uh, Do you see where he's got a new uh, Top Gun out? No. Yeah, it really looks great. Uh, um, I watched, uh, there's a guy, he's got a TV show and sometimes, you know, in the middle of the night when I'm up and should be sleeping, I'll go on YouTube and find some little videos to watch, you know. <laughs> and uh, Grant Norton, have you heard of him? Graham Norton, something. Anyway, uh, he was on and all of the, all of the stunts, all the playing, it's all real, him. 
He's flying the planes. This guy's crazy. Then Cruz is crazy. He does all of his stunts himself. He's flying the plane, and he taught people, his cast, how to do the plane too. And uh, they had to learn how to throw up, and he didn't want to do... And he's got these cameras, and it's supposedly... I think they did like $90 million the first day uh, this past weekend. Um, oh, Memorial Day weekend. $90 million. You know, this thing... It's called um, Top Gun Maverick. So I'm looking forward to wow. seeing it. Remember the original? Wasn't that great? Great. Top, yeah. Yeah. Original show. Good movie. You know, he does his own stunts. Everything. It's amazing. He does everything. When he worked with John Woo, one of those movies where he's hanging from the edge of a cliff, that was real. And the insurance companies wouldn't let him do it. So they went up in a helicopter by themselves and filmed it yeah. without their knowledge of yeah. doing it. Jackie Chan ran into the same thing. The American insurance companies wouldn't let him do his own stunts. So he had to sneak him in. And I hear that this uh, Maverick is a, a, a totally opposite of a woke story. So somehow Cruz wow. got a little religion, you know, and he's moving... He's moving out of Hollywood to to London, so I think he woke woke up. <laughs> I waked up. You know, one of the things about Cruz, and I, I there's a good and a bad side to Cruz, but he did in his last movie where he exposed what was going on in Maine, Arkansas. He wanted to put the CIA in it, but they wouldn't let him put the real oh, whole you mean, story you, in that. You, the American American, what was that called? Uh, something like yeah, that. The American, whatever. But he was, a, yeah, he, he flew planes, uh, CIA with Clinton and all that in the, in the cocaine, right? Yeah. Yep, but I, the whole story wasn't in there. They just bought the DEA and they wouldn't let him, the CIA's involvement, which was involved in MENA, including the Clintons. Uh, they ran the BCCI money through there. They ran Noriega's money through there. Yeah. They basically had a, created a banana republic out of it with Oliver North and everybody. And he wanted to tell the actual story, which was told by, what was his name? Turi, Turi something or other, uh, back when uh, a documentary was made about that. And he wrote a book called Clinton uh, Compromise. Yeah. Clinton. Bush and the CIA, that they were all in cahoots. They were all the in The Republicans and the Democrats. Yeah. You remember how Clinton made friends with uh, with Bush after a certain amount? They said, oh, they have things in common. They were friends from the beginning. That was all a farce. Yeah. And look at George. I mean, he's, oh, George W., he's like crazy, crazy woke, uh, and you know, uh, Liz Cheney and, and Hillary Clinton. They're all in it together, you know. They're all in it together. <clears throat> Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, Patrick and Adam. <clears throat> Adam talks about eating eggs in the evening, but how does he cook his eggs? Uh, I hard boil mine, and actually, uh, Vibrant Gal prefers them soft boiled. Once in a while, I'll have a fried egg or a scrambled egg. I used mm. to eat a lot of those. But lately, I just take uh, hard boiled eggs, two of them, cut them in half, dip them in salt and a little cayenne pepper, and eat them Whoa. with my potatoes no. and my beets. No. Some, uh, uh, a really famous kind of chef in New Orleans taught me his way of doing it. Would I like to hear eggs? I like to hear how he well, how he how he taught me to do hard boiled eggs. He called them hard cooked eggs. So mm -hmm. he, he says, how, "How did he do it? How, I haven't done it for a while." Oh, here's uh, let's see. So let's see. What, oh, I know how it is. So you put them in the water. 
you bring them to boil, and then you turn off the heat, and then you put them, just keep, leave them in there with the lid on for 15 minutes. He called them hard-cooked eggs. He says the yellow comes out much more flavorful. They're easier to peel. Try that. I will. Hard-cooked well, yeah. hard eggs. Okay? So hard you put, in, put them in there, bring them to boil, and then cover them, and then 15 minutes sitting in the... In the so they're not being cooked this way. They're just being cooked by... Pretty cool. Yeah. Really bright yellow yolks when you do that. Because we usually make them uh, for, uh, bring it to a boil. Vibrant Gal does hers, I think, for four minutes and mine for eight minutes. I think. Oh, you do I eight like minutes. mine yeah, yeah. solid. I, I like hate the, the, the white slime in eggs particularly, even though I was raised on eggnogs. Yeah. But it was all mixed up, you know, with a, my mother didn't have a blender, but she had one of those little squishies, you yeah. know, dun, 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 like that. <laughs> when I do my soft boil, I put them in boiling water for three and a half minutes. I got my little timer. I like that, and uh, but I like soft boiled too. Boy, it's great, isn't it? Soft boiled, they're fun. Little salt, little olive oil or butter. Ooh, <laughs> yep, close. <laughs> oh, baby. Okay, so hard. So you can, let us know how you like that hard cooked eggs. He calls those. Will do. Adam talks about eating. Oh, God, how does he cook? So we done that. Does Adams boil his vegetables with the lid on or off? Um. On, on. You you save more of the acids, strangely enough, and the acids are where the life force is. So letting it go lets the life force out. Chefs know about that, and you can get different colored vegetables by leaving it on or hmm. off. Interesting. Your, uh, your acid fraction goes off into the air. Your mineral fraction, which is the usually the alkalis, sinks to the bottom they're metals they're heavy they go to the hmm. bottom hmm. just like on the periodic table of the elements where are the gases on the top because they rise to the top of the chart in the same way and the heavier they get the further down the chart they go to well you get uranium and gold and those very heavy elements don't get near the top interesting so you like to just keep your keep your um lid on keep the lid on right Almost always, yeah. And of course, we we do the three or four hour cooking of uh, beets. And I, of, yeah. uh, I still don't get that. <laughs> I'm going to have to come out there just to see you do that. Because if I cook something for three or four hours, I mean, the kale isn't even, he doesn't even <laughs> look like kale after three hours, Adam. It's just, it's just soup. It's pretty squishy. You yes, think? it is. <laughs> I'll say it's pretty squishy. Okay, uh, David has more questions. He got some good questions here. Does adding butter to the cooked potatoes and other veg vegetables neutralize the oxalates? You know, there's not oxalates are mostly in sweet potatoes, uh, and there's not enough oxalates in a regular potato to be concerned about. And in sweet potatoes. You would have to eat a lot of them to really make a difference. Oxalates are good for various functions in your body in smaller amounts. Now, you can get too many. Suppose yeah. you eat spinach and you eat... A of, uh, there's a lot of oxalates bar. in spinach, right? A lot. Yeah. You bet. You bet. Do you know and, that they uh, actually tell bar? people with kidney stones to not eat spinach? Well, yes, no, maybe, no. because there's different types of... Uh, kidney stones. There's the one from the from the alkaline and the uh, acidic type. So uric acid is common too. So you have to know which if you tend toward over alkalinity, over acidity, 
or an infection makes a struvite stone, which is another one. Now, you can actually get kidney stones from cranberries. It's very rare, admittedly. But at one time, I researched the kidneys. uh, I mean, I I read every book, Hmm. went through it in the medical libraries and in the university out here. And I found there were about 25 or 30 ways to get kidney stones. But by far, the commonest are uric acid, uh, oxalates or struvite hmm. from infections. So if I understand, and we're going to have a lady on the show in a few weeks on oxalates, Sally Norton. She's probably one of the uh, primary uh, researchers on it. That oxalates, Adam, are things that the plants create so to make their leaves and all that not so tasty? Is that what they're about? Actually, uh, they taste uh, when you cook no, them, to, to, to the plant, no, to the to the animals oh, that yeah. are tr- trying to eat that. That's what they're doing, right? But but so is caffeine, and so sure. th- these are actually poisons that sure. we adopted to that <laughs> we can uh, actually use for our benefit. Some people call it hormesis, whatever it's called. If we take a small amount, they act like a medicine to stimulate our immunity. But yeah, if you eat too many raw vegetables of one particular type, like the cruciferous ones for goitrogens and stuff, you get into trouble. So there's no doubt that if you eat too many oxalates, you will be in trouble. The funny thing is you sent me that video and I watched it. She recommends celery juice, which is one of the most I Did she really recommend? You know, another one that's high in oxalates is, is almonds. What's up with that? They have some too, but they have too many other benefits in them. So you don't and care. Nuts tend to have more oxalates in them, but I don't. You I'm don't not care. concerned. Some nuts have more oxalates than others. Almonds don't really have that many, and we soak them to that changes the uh, oxalate ratio somewhat. I think. Okay. Um, okay. So does that mean? But you, I don't think we asked. asked any, I don't think we a- answered the question. So does adding butter to the cooked potatoes and other vegetables? decrease or neutralize oxalates does that help uh, i wouldn't say neutralize but it can help okay uh, but mainly it's not the oxalates it's actually the carbohydrates that are the danger ray pete on your show many times has talked about something called presorption where the the actual uh carbohydrates can get in your blood system and clog up your system and have a heart attack so uh al dente pasta and rice and things like that he recommends you cook the heck out of it and dr kellogg Hmm. who recommended potatoes over cereal the cereal came later when they realized they could make money out of it mainly mainly his brother but he recommended potatoes but if you didn't cook the potatoes thoroughly they were dangerous root vegetables undercooked taro root is the worst of all maybe uh and some other roots like that but potatoes must be cooked thoroughly where you can stick the fork in it or you're going to get trouble from them they're not going to be the benefit that they are normally didn't people at some point in europe use actually raw potato juice for healing i mean what's that about If you take it as a medicine, it can be therapeutic. But again, it's like chemotherapy. Sometimes chemo does cure cancer. 
So you're taking a chance. Uh, if you do it once in a while, some raw potato, I don't think there's a problem. And it's known to take raw potato and put it on a boil or a, uh, a wound really? and actually draw the poisons out. So there's benefits as a medicine, but not as a food or a supplement. That's where people get in trouble yeah. with raw potato. Gosh, wouldn't it be great if uh, McDonald's went back and fried their french fries in beef tallow like they used to 30, 40 years ago? My, I mean, that's really good, beef tallow. That's the, the bomb, right? Man. It turns out it's a heck of a lot better than what oh, they're man. doing. Oh, man, now what they're doing now with this soybean oil, that, that's what's killing people, not the potatoes, <laughs> not the meat. <laughs> that's, that's probably the best thing they have at McDonald's is the meat, you know. <laughs> yep. They actually have a genetic soybean oil now that you can oh, use in an automobile and things because they've taken the linolenic acid out. Now, Monsanto says linolenic acid is bad, and they say omega-3 acids are good. It's the same thing. Linolenic acid is omega-3 fatty acids. They're playing both sides of the road again. Oh. They do this all the time. The name is magic. If you change the name of something, it's a health food product if you change it to something else it's evil so the vista soybean and uh dupont has their own version it's going to be a trillion dollar industry removing omega-3 from fatty from soybeans why it doesn't clog your fast food machinery anymore ah. it's the omega-3 that does that but, so if it clogs machinery what do you think it does to our bodies yeah so but they're not going to admit that hey these omega-3s were giving you yellow fat disease i mean they're not going to say that right never well, they say linoleic acid will do that but they don't <laughs> see that it's it they just changed the name and then suddenly it becomes good or bad Oh, so and they get away with it. People go for names. When a person like takes uh, manganese or copper, they take a name. They don't realize that there are different forms of it. They just take a name and say, "Gotta be good." Gotta be good. So I'll take I'll take calcium oxalate. It must be good. It's got calcium in it. <laughs> oh yeah. <clears throat> so, but even even olive oil has some linoleic acid, right? It does. In fact, peanut, like we talked about, uh, peanut oil actually has less of the poopas. Uh, olive oil can actually go up, if raised the wrong way, to as much as 49%. No, come on. I uh, thought most of the olive oil is like 10% linoleic acid. That's what Ray Pete says, but it's not necessarily true. Usually, though, to be fair, <clears throat> you it depends on how it's raised. Right. What, how much stress it's in, the altitude, things like that. Yeah. And uh, the olive oil we get is probably 10% or yeah. so, which Mine is too. good. I tell you, folks, if you want to try some really nice olive oil, go to jovialfoods.com. A friend of mine has company. Well, she she passed on. She Well, it's a long story. But anyway, her family's running it. And they have um, olive oil that you can get from last year's last fall batch in other words this was just picked in October you can still buy this olive oil today and it's in brown or in heart you know what I mean real dark glass you know man it's amazing yeah it's olive oil wants to be fresh too isn't it if you can if you can the fresher the better it it lasts and again we 
we put vitamin D in it by holding it out in the sun. We talked about that, I think. Oh, yeah. How uh, did you do that year. again? How did you do it again? You just uh, expose it directly to the sun. You can put saran wrap over it, but it must have direct sunlight. It can't come through glass or plastic. Hmm. You hold it out for 20 minutes, and that packs it up to its maximum. And then put it back you in the bottle? You put it in a dark bottle again, and it will store without any loss of vitamin D for 10 months. But if you keep it out in the sun more than an hour, you start to lose vitamin yeah. D. People just assume that the, the, the olive oil is going to have vitamin D in it. But by the time you get it, it really doesn't have that much, but you can put it in. Oh, so how, how long? You say 20 minutes or 10? 20 minutes 20 is minutes. all it takes. So you put it in a bowl. In a weird... Yeah, Saran wrap, right on top, 20 minutes, put it back into the dark bottle. Does this do anything for the longevity of the oil or the linoleic acid, or is it just adding vitamin D? Mostly adds vitamin D, but there is some preservative function oh, in vitamin good. D, too. So it will probably last a little longer, oh, too. Oh, cool. That's, That's good. a good question for Ray Pete. He yeah. seems to know a lot about vitamin D. Uh, I found all this information in old books. Uh, milk, you can put milk. You, cream won't work, interesting enough. Hmm. But if you put milk out, you can get the same amount of vitamin D and then just store it in your refrigerator and have extra vitamin D. You can't do it with cream. And strangely enough, it works with dry foods better. Barley, if you have fresh barley, you can't get any vitamin D into it. But once it's dried in a barn and then you expose it, you get plenty of vitamin D. Oh. It's a very strange uh, vitamin, hormone, whatever it is. We, they don't even know really what vitamin D is. Well, interesting. So, our, uh, let's see. Next question from David. Is it the overcooking of vegetables that helps to neutralize oxalate? That can help. And it's interesting. I just listened to uh, a Ray Pete interview recently where there was an argument before. You had to pour the water off. Right. But he said, actually, if you cook it long enough, a lot of the uh, – there's other things than oxalates. Other chemicals that are in there are destroyed too that you can actually neutralize it. Ideally, with poke salad, everybody knows there's poke so salad. much oxalates and poisons in that. You pour that water off three times before you eat it. But with the case of uh, other oxalates, you can get away with, if you cook it long enough, to actually neutralize some of the oxalates, yes. That was his last question. Should we drink the water that the vegetables have been cooked in? I th generally, it's good, right? It's called pot liquor, right? We do. We do, because that's where most of the minerals end up. Yeah. <laughs> and the oxalates are pretty well destroyed. Now, with poke, you would never do that with poke. You'd be dead. <laughs> mm -hmm. Hi, guys. I'm enjoying the show. I've been struggling with self-hatred, shame, and guilt after some past memories have recently surfaced. Ooh. My question is, what advice do you have for forgiveness or self, forgiveness of self and others and opening one's heart. I like both of your opinion on that. Okay, Adam first. Okay, okay. Wow, self-hatred, shame, and guilt. Whoa. I've come across that before, and the secret is forgive yourself for not being able to forgive yourself. I like it. I like it. That's good. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the secret. And learn to... Uh, 
make a list of what you like about yourself mm -hmm. and then also make what you don't like about yourself you will find out that there are more things you like about yourself yeah. than you dislike yeah. when you make that list <laughs> yeah good for you that's beautiful yeah james I, I agree with adam i think i think it's really about uh getting real squeaky clean with yourself and so so you're you're dealing with wow i've been this self-hatred go like adam said just forgive yourself for doing that. So I, well, that was stupid. I don't need to do that anymore. And be real clear and real honest. And it's gone, baby. It's just gone. Yep. You know, it's gone. And then, and, yeah, go ahead. And, yeah. and live now. Live, live now, now yeah. of course. We, we, we both have talked sure. about that before. If you live now, how can there be karma? Because yeah. there's no past. There is no, there is no karma, baby. You know, you, there's no karma. And I, I also like to add to that, Adam, is I do everything in the name of God. I talk Excellent. about, I think about that, I write it down, I do everything in God, you know, for God. You know, so you can help the whole, right? That's what, that's our job. And when we do everything in the name of God, uh, it's a karma-less, how do you say that word? Karma-less action. Karma-less, I Car think is it. Maybe I think even karma-free, karma free. I like karma-free. <laughs> it really is, James, it really is. Um, yeah. And even when you do dumb stuff in the name of God, God doesn't care. You just say, okay, well, that was dumb. Okay, I'm not going to do that anymore. By the way, Donald Lay, Swami Nitty Gritty, said karma was carbon dioxide in the wrong place. Karma it's was attachment. carbon dioxide. Oh, because it's attachment. Of course. That's the only reason so we create karma, because we get attached to something, right? <clears throat> so, when you bring it up by meditation into your brain and out of your gut it causes problems in the in the gut but in the brain it regulates your breathing and brings you into the breathless state so just by controlling it now the one attachment we are uh, allowed is the sperm in the ovum oh. or we wouldn't be here without that attachment that's, that's right. the original co2 attachment but if we start to marry ourselves, well then that's not going to happen <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see one of those ceremonies. I promise I have, haven't hold for this day forward. That's hilarious. Uh, can Adam update us on his pregnenolone, DHEA, and progest e, e usage? We are experimenting with that. I have found that pregnenolone and a little bit of DHA, uh, DHEA actually has increased my practicality. Uh, Patrick knows me all these years and he knows uh, he has to keep a bridle on me because <laughs> and he mounted his horse and rode off in all directions. <laughs> Where did Adam I go? I just go everywhere. He just went everywhere. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's made me more practical huh. and uh, and I really noticed a difference. Even Gal has commented on Interesting. it. Now, she has a problem with it. Pregnenolone cured her of a problem she had here, but when she took it after that, she couldn't even open her eyelids. It's so sensitive. So now I'm taking the pregnenolone. I'm taking the DHEA. I'm taking a little thyroid. Uh, she's experimenting with uh, progesterone, which relaxed her without making her inca incapacitated. The progestees? She's doing the progestees? She's doing the progestees? A little bit of the progestee. In fact, we ordered another bottle now because we're experimenting with uh, using it in various ways. 
And one of the things that encouraged us, we heard Ray Pete talk about the rabbit. Have you heard his rabbit story? Uh, no, I maybe him, but I might don't recall it. A rabbit had a brain tumor. And his friend said, and he was immobile. He couldn't even function. He just sat there like a like a, a, a statue of a rabbit. So his friend said, why don't you try some progesterone on it? It works on other things. What will happen? So he gave him progesterone. And when he did, what he did is he mixed olive oil with progesterone. That's the way we're taking it now because it makes it much more soluble. Oh. And he rubbed it on the rabbit's ears because it's really easy in that tissue to absorb into the body. Well, when he put it on the rabbit's ears, the rabbit fell over sideways. And they came back two hours later and his friend thought the rabbit was dead. But as soon as Ray Pete uh, approached the rabbit, the rabbit jumped up, ran to the wall, and peed uh, a huge amount of liquid, which Ray Pete said that was all the fluid, the edema that had gone into the brain. And he basically cured the rabbit. <laughs> With progestes and olive oil? Yep. So it got our attention. He, <laughs> he loves to tell that story, too, so you might get him to, get him to tell the story on your show. So how do you mix the olive oil with the progestes because we're just I just do a drop of progestes every two three times a week and you know, I, I think about it that's all you do right I, I mix it in and then rub it in my gums and then it absorbs faster through the mouth than down in fact I even oil pulled with it I mixed it in with the oil oh, that's and good. oil pulled that's a good idea. and then I, then I spit it out at the end but most of it was absorbed but next time I think I'll swallow it too because your saliva has antibodies like drinking urine it's the same type of thing sure. and, uh, speaking of drinking urine we're going to talk with Amanda Vollmer she studied uh, urine therapy a lot I've drunk in Drunken? Is that a good word? Drunken? I've, I've, I've drunk my pee for a long, many years. Not, not every day, but I do it a lot. I think it's good, so I like it. But anyway, she'll be here next Monday. See, when we start talking about drinking our pee and the earth is flat, and you know, boom, man. <laughs> People think we're crazy. Okay, but we are. So, you know, I did the pregnenolone DHEA for like two days, and I didn't, I, I felt weird, but I think I'm going to try it again. Maybe, maybe... I do half or something like that. Oh, well. We're experimenting, and we'll keep you posted yeah. on how it goes. But so far, uh, I'm enjoying it. I was going to stop for a while, but uh, I actually got benefits and noticed when I got off it, there were less benefits. So at this point, I'm usually against supplements, but uh, in this case, it seems to be working for me. So Well, nothing, nothing. Nothing terrible about getting more practical. We could all use that, right? I mean, come on, you know. I needed it for sure. <laughs> and focus would be good too for my screenwriting if I can focus. So, it's, by practical, you mean more focus too? It's easier to focus. That's what I noticed, mm -hmm. and that's what I really needed. I was able to do uh, two blogs a day and things like that uh, lately. So, uh, my writing has improved. My focus and. The practicality just mm -hmm. on what to do. I have found shortcuts on the computer that for years I never even thought of. It ah. would be so obvious to do that. Well, I'm going to try it again. I'm gonna and you're doing, if I remember, you're doing 50 milligrams of pregnenolone and 30 DHEA? Uh, I now take 
at Ray Pete's recommendation about 10. So I break the okay. capsule over, open, put it in a jar, and then take the powder out. About, uh, it takes me three or four days to use the DHEA. And that seems to be working fine. I, 50 he and says 10. If you take, 50 and 10, right? 50. Okay. Yeah, fi- 50 and then about 10 is about my ratio. Mm-hmm. I think he says an ideal one is 30, which I think you had a 30 supplement. Oh, I have a 30. I have a 30, yeah. I have a 30. Yeah, I think he said 30-10 is a really good ratio to do with it. But but he says also it's not toxic to take more, so it's easier just to take yeah. one capsule and break the other one up. So I'm, I'm going to try it again. I'll let you know. Morning, y'all. I have a Texas girlfriend visiting me in Nebraska right now right now and has a grandson in his teens who gets a bite of eczema now and then his diet isn't the best but don't know if you had any special remedies uh, that might help eczema is interesting i mean when things come out of the skin no telling what's going on right it could be all kinds of Often it's uh, colon-related. Dr. Bernard Jensen got that right. (laughs) He over-exaggerated what goes in the colon, but still, uh, repeat also, the endotoxins, those are there. And when your skin starts to get problems, you know there's your body is detoxifying you by taking it out wherever it can get it out. And if it can't get it out your anus and it can't get it out your mouth, it's going to get it out of the skin. So I definitely check on the diet uh, because it almost certainly is involved or some kind of chemical that's being sprayed on the food or some additive that's being added to the product, too. Well, look at this. Uh, This is nice. Dear Patrick, congratulations. You just won Screenplay of the Month and Best Feature Screenplay. Our committee was impressed by your writing on the real world of money. Your talent stands out. Please see the attached files, laurels, and you can post on our... Isn't that cool? Congratulations. That's great. Isn't that great? I mean, it's so exciting, man. Best screenplay of the month from a place called Fastidious Screenwriting. And you've worked hard on that. I mean, you have focused on that. For years. Focused and focused. And and, and fine-tuned it and fine-tuned it, and there you are. I'm going to cry. Best feature screenplay, best The Real World of Money, Patrick J. Timpone. Well, I'll be... Isn't that cool? It is cool. Very long time. I I think we started. I think I started with Andrew on that. You know, in a sense, I'm going to cry. Um, <laughs> um, let's see. Ten years ago. Yeah. I went to the airport. I met. He was in Austin. I went to the airport and took a tape recorder, and I just um, started recording stuff. You know, say well. What would happen if this happened? You know, what would happen if the Federal Reserve did this? What would happen if the Federal Reserve did that? You know, what would happen if the president did this? And what would they do? And it was 10 years. 10 years. Wow. And I think I've rewritten that thing, you know, 20 <laughs> times. You know, you know how I've writing is. You, you, you just keep rewriting, you know, you just keep going in. And uh, I, I think I'm going to make some more changes to make it even better. But. Wow, isn't that fun? The prestigious, never heard of that one, prestigious winners, May 20, 2020. Well, that is so cool. 
I'm so excited. <clears throat> okay. Um, what is the best way to cook potatoes, boiled, baked, roasted, fried, and beef tallow? Fried and beef tallow would be good. <laughs> Boy, I like that one. They're okay in various uh, ways, and deep, deep fried and tallow is okay. Uh, we prefer baked because we dextrinize it. And a dextrinized potato gives you more ketones, more protein, and more high-octane fuel and tends to neutralize a lot of the downsides of carbohydrates. Though potatoes, to be fair, don't have too much of a problem if you well cook a potato anyway, whether you steam it or you even... Microwave is not a good idea, despite they tell you that, unless you heat it up after with microwave you get less damage that way uh but if you originally cook a potato in a microwave you basically make it hard to digest even though they claim it's easier to digest so yeah i've had the best uh digestibility when i do the um the really like 250 or 300 for three or four or five hours you know that's the the dextrinizing, right? The dextrinizing. That's when they agree with us the most. And since I discovered that, we've been dextrinizing potatoes for a long time. Well, I turned Vibringale onto it when I first got here, and I've been doing it for, golly, 1970s when I started dextrinizing potatoes. Do you have any reason why that is the case? Well, pyrodextrinization changes the consistency of carbohydrates dramatically, uh, releasing uh, ketones, uh, making the sugar more palatable. It converts the carbohydrates into a high-octane fuel. So there are other ways to uh, dextrinize it in the cold, which, like in the refrigerator, chefs don't like that because it makes an off taste. So they when a chef makes a potato that's stored in the refrigerator they leave it out for about a day before they actually cook with it so all dextrinization processes are not that good you can even do it with alcohol and boiling water i believe in certain ways but the pyrodextrinization meaning heat dextrinization is irreversible and makes a high uh, high-quality fuel that you can eat the warmed-up potato the next day, and it still has the benefits. Interesting. Uh, is boiling kale and drinking the water a good way to get calcium, or this is not be enough for someone who cannot have dairy? You can actually get enough calcium from kale, hmm. yes. Drink it at midday, you get more bang for your buck because at timing, you get more absorption. Then the other thing I recommend for people with calcium problems is stomp. Walk around and make a noise. Stop. Stop. It's interesting that the Akabani points in the hand, the lung meridian, the large intestine meridian, the circulation sacs, triple heater, etc., that on your foot, they start in the toes, except for the kidney. It starts at the bottom of the toe. And calcium is involved in kidney metabolism. So if you stomp your feet, you activate kidney one and plate yourself with calcium. Hmm. This has been discovered uh, about 30 years ago. They knew about it, that it helps to be standing up and walking to keep calcium in. But if you want to increase it dramatically, stomp. 
That's funny. What are good ways to remove severe ongoing inflammation? Which stones? Uh, inflammation. Inflammation. Oh, inflammation. Uh, inflammation, carbon dioxide, by far. Bag breathing at night is your best way to go. <laughs> yeah, that's the anti-inflammatory. And if you want inflammation, cut down on, if you don't want inflammation, cut down on your estrogen, your nitric oxide, your serotonin, your omega-3 fatty acids, of course, and uh, carrageenan. There's a lot of chemicals that increase inflammation. Inflammation. Here's one from Jeremy. Um, lately, my poop has been coming out in like drips and drabs. Just kind of lumpy sometimes, not normal stools. What could be going on and how to repair? Thanks for the show. Dribs and drabs, you know. You ever have those stools do that? Uh, it happens when people get bound up. Now, yeah. they invent diseases like SIBO, which used to be called, uh, originally, I think, mucus colitis. Or, but they keep changing the names like that's going to make a, a difference. But really, to keep your bowel moving, timing works and eating certain foods. When you start stopping up your bowels, you're eating foods uh, psyllium, oat bran, things like that that can stop it up. There is something definitely stopping up the colon. And so find out what that food is and maybe drink extra coffee to at least things get things moving so the colon can start to fix itself once it gets going. Oh, use coffee as kind of like a medicine thing, right? Yep. Yeah. And your colon can get kinked. Uh, hmm. When people get colonics a lot of times, they go in there and they uh, immediately start eating solid food. Well, when you've emptied the colon, it can get twisted and you can get worse problems getting the colonic. And particularly then they tell you to take psyllium. Ideally, the day before you have a colonic, you go on a liquid diet, actually a couple of days before, and then you go on a liquid diet for three days after at least so the colon can fill up, inflate with juice and not get tangled with any solid food that we don't chew well enough. And hmm. by liquid diet, take whatever you eat. We used to do that at a Donald Lay's clinic. You just took whatever else anyone's eating, put it in a blender, add a little water, and you get a really creamy, delicious soup out of it, even with the salad mixed into it. So so if you really clean out the colon really thoroughly, it could actually kink up on you. Yep. And the nerve force helps mm -hmm. too because sometimes people don't get enough nerve force there to, to uh, get peristalsis going. So simply by walking and going back and forth with the hip movements and also after every meal, do not lie down afterwards. Walk a little or even do some belly dancing. That's one of the best things you can do for your colon is a little moving the hips from side to side. Yeah, yeah. I like to get on the rebounder and put my legs up and down you know, a lot even after better. eating. That's even really good. And uh, are you, you ever do the yoga thing? I bet you Vibrant Gal has. Uh, we were talking about with Dr. Daniels where you kind of put all the, you kind of bend over a little bit and you take all the breath out of your your gut and then you just suck it in like poof, 
what do they call that? Udanda Banda, something like that. I think that's the name of it. Something they have a name for it in bodybuilding too. They uh, where you reach under. That would uh, make Arnold it, Schwarzenegger repopularized. That would make exercise. it stronger, right down there. That would make it all stronger, huh? Definitely. And by the way, Vibrant Gal is doing yoga as we talk. She I know she always does it for two hours in the morning. She always does yoga. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. She's been doing it for decades, decades. In fact, the mayor of Ojai was her yoga teacher at one time because <laughs> yoga was really big. She moved here for the food and for the uh, consciousness that she wasn't getting in New Jersey. Because hmm. I was born in New Jersey, so we have that in common. Somebody sent me a video, and uh, I should have had, played it for you. But there's a video way out in, in somewhere in Yellowstone and there's these uh, bison that are all circled around this dead bison. Mm. Yeah, and they're trying to kind of drag him off, kind of having their little funeral. Really interesting. And there are wolves and bears trying to get to the dead buffalo, right? And they're they're fighting them off, keeping them away while they drag their brother off. Isn't that interesting? Amazing. I know. It's like, whoa. I know elephants do that. They yeah. gr- they uh, they grieve over uh, fallen elephants. By the way, huh. we have bears in Montecito now. Oh, good. A hit and run killed a cub and the mother coming across the street. And now we have bear warning signs in Montecito instead of the deer warning signs oh. we used to have. <laughs> Their little baby bear got killed? Oh. Yeah, I got. We have actually bear paths uh, right near here, and there has been a bear got the chickens of a neighbor of us here. <laughs> that was a few years back. Yeah, bears can be pretty tough, boy. You got to be careful with those guys. They, they, you know, they'll just grab a hold of you if they think you can eat you. <laughs> well, well, you know, the you never know. Bears are like humans. They could just be mean. But the 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 priceless story I heard. We camped up on the other side of Yosemite back in the day, and we talked to our neighbors there who come there every year to camp, and she said a woman went out to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night and ran into a bear, literally ran into the bear, and she knew, don't move. So the bear put one paw on her shoulder and another paw on the shoulder and stared in the eyes, and the woman said it was like eternity, and then took the paws off and ambled off into the woods. And she said she never went out to the bathroom again (laughs) in her tent. Is that the basic idea with a bear thing, that if you run into them, you don't move? Is that the idea? They say if you move, if you start running, you're in trouble because they'll (laughs) outrun you. Now, my my son is so tough, he actually has chased bears up trees before with stones. (laughs) Yeah, you know they can outrun you, yeah. Well, that's, that's crazy. But he won't mess with wild pigs. They have treated him before. <laughs> hmm. We're going to have a regenerative farmer on tomorrow out of Austin and their his wife and their baby. And they have a great, great uh, regenerative farm. And uh, uh, we're going to talk to him about uh, the pigs. We're going to do that tomorrow. Wonderful. You know, people really need to go back to the land and at least grow potatoes in their backyard or something because uh, otherwise we're totally under the control of the the meatless, whatever they're concocting for us now, the baby formula, all of this stuff. We need to go back to simple foods. 
and also with the pigs, you know, I mean, as much as I love bacon, these are not ruminants, and they pretty much whatever they eat, you eat them, you know. So you yep. really want to find a regenerative farmer that's feeding them vegetables and good stuff and not feeding them a lot of you know what. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want to do that. Okay. A lot of the foods have made the lard actually liquid, you know. They, a saturated wow. fat is supposed to stay solid. Now yeah. lard will actually melt. <laughs> Why is that? Oh, yeah, because, yeah. Um, Omega-3s we, and We Omega talked sixes. about that with Ray Pete, right? Yes. And that's how they, that's how the good butchers, uh, my regen- I'm going to ask him about that tomorrow when he, when he would sell the pigs to really chefs if the fat was not solid. They didn't want it. That interesting. They so they must known that this these pigs were fed weird stuff, huh? The fat they need, know fat needs to be yeah. solid. Wow. On the highest levels, and they have useful idiots that they believe the things they oh. hear. But believe me, these pharma, pharmaceutical companies they know their products are harmful. They even sometimes allow them if they find out like the drug they were taking for Alzheimer's, the, the dopamine. They found out that was making it worse. But the government gave them two years to get rid of the old drug before they brought the correct one in. Sure. In other words, so they're killing all those people, and they know it. It's it's mass murder, and these people should be on death row, not in their seats as CEOs. I, you know, and I, I was thinking about that this morning. Um, I wonder if we'll ever see the day. And I'm not a revengeful person, but I and I believe in karma. They're all going to get their just desserts someday. You know, I don't care about, but. Being in the media for 50 years, I sure would like to see the media be held accountable for all the lies that they spread. I mean, wouldn't you? It would just seem fair. I don't know. I would have a good day to see Bill Gates in prison, practically, <laughs> in, in Guantanamo. <laughs> the reason I, oh, the reason I thought about that, because I was going to mention it, but didn't. I know a family that lives here in the neighborhood, and... Um, I visited them, and I went there, and he said, oh, don't come close. I said, what's the matter? He said, oh, I got COVID. <laughs> and without thinking, because I don't generally do this, I just said, well, you, you've had the vaccine. I knew he had, you guys have had the vaccine, so what's up with that? He said, oh, well, no, well, we had three, but this is Omicron. I thought to myself, oh, my God. I didn't say anything. I said, well, you'll be fine. Don't don't worry, you'll be fine. It's all I could say to him, right? I feel so sorry for these people that they actually believe this stuff, you know? Three three shots and he thinks he's got Omicron. They're on the fourth and fifth in places now. I think they're on the fourth here in California. It's absolutely ridiculous. And the sheep bots have got their masks on again, driving their cars with a mask on with no one else in the car. In California. In California. They're wearing the yeah, mask coming again. back for a while. They're, the mask, I, I think they've got a fear porn going out again about a new wave of COVID coming through the state. And they even said, but they're trying to keep the economy going, saying, but this isn't really serious. It's, it's, uh, it doesn't mask. have to be treated as seriously. But everybody puts their mask on anyway. We were amazed going to the market Saturday that so many more people had masks on that didn't the week before. So so people have really, see, I don't have TV, so I don't know, but people have really 
bought into this idea of Omegron and another one, they just really believe that. They just believe they it. They believe it big time. And, and by the way, this, this is really humorous. I read in the local paper that Oprah is up in arms. People are taking their masks off too soon. Uh, they, they, I had to be confined in my home, her mansion here in, San, in uh, Montecito, for 336 days and couldn't go anyplace because of the fear of COVID. And now they're not taking their mask off. I tell you, if I go flying, this gal is going to wear her mask. Oh, good for you, now, Oprah. You wear it. Now, wear her mask. I'm sure Oprah gets a private jet. I don't think she flies. She doesn't class fly commercial. No, like no, 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 no. She's not flying commercial. I don't so know. it was so disingenuous that uh, it just uh, amazing. The article was in last week's paper. Not that it matters, or it's not my business, but I just wonder if people like if they really believe this stuff, or if they're just globalist puppets. You know, no, no way of knowing, isn't it? I guess it doesn't matter, does it? I think Oprah really is naive. Yeah. I think, I don't think, she's invited to the private meetings with Bill Gates and all those people. But I, I actually believe from watching her show and her response to applied kinesiology and a lot of other things, I think she just doesn't know. She just doesn't know. <laughs> I find that a lot of people with a lot of money are pretty dumb. <laughs> I've met a lot of people with lots of money, and I have found they are dumb. They just are, they're smart with money. They make money, and many of them are trust babies. Hmm. I've seen my share of trust babies. They make a lot of money. Some of them are smart, uh, but it, money doesn't determine your intelligence, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. I guess a real wild card is this Elon Musk guy. Huh? I have no idea what, what he's really about you know i i wonder you know i wonder we'll see i guess time will at least he's entertaining he's very entertaining that. very entertaining <laughs> give him that otherwise i don't know either yeah mm -hmm. and he's really questioning now this whole uh twitter thing is it he's gonna buy 45 billion he's calling this he's he's actually canceled the deal for now with the official document saying i think you guys lied to me so maybe he did the whole thing just to, who knows, maybe just to expose these people for being lunatics. Yep, they're suing him. You've heard that. Oh, no, probably. they're suing him now? They're suing Leon? Yeah, they're suing him because he <laughs> they say he deliberately released that information about the bots on Twitter to drop the stock so he could get them down Well, why price. not? I'd, I'd release it, too, why? if I was a buyer for $45 billion. You think I wouldn't? <laughs> I wouldn't. It's done all the time, all the time. It's so I, yeah. I don't blame him for that. That's funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. The thing that I don't trust about Elon, you know, I'm a flat earther, and I don't believe that satellites circle the Earth. And they just don't. There's no no evidence of it they're all computer and uh and he he keeps saying he's shooting up rockets and he's going to go to mars and stuff i i think he's he, I, I, he just makes his stuff up man i makes it up so i know that they're putting these satellites up in balloons because they're doing this um what do they call it starlink they're doing it section at a time right I don't know if you've seen how they're doing it. They're doing this section, the northwest of the world, you know, then the upper Midwest, and then they're doing this. Now, if these things were flying around some, you know, thousands of satellites, 
Um, I don't think you'd be doing them in sections like that. I don't think so. They just, Have you got it yet? No, okay. no, no. Every now and then Still they send not. me an email saying, well, we're getting close to you. We're getting close. Yeah. Because you signed up over a year ago, a year didn't ago. you? Yeah, I signed up yeah. a year ago. My internet's been really good. I don't even know if I'm going to do it now, except my, <laughs> my geek said that they're pretty fast, you know, pretty fast, not faster than I have hair, and it'd be cheaper, but so we'll see. I like my people here. They've been great, man. Knock on wood. Oh, boy. Well, we got ours fed up uh, locally from Cox. You know, we're we're on uh, Ethernet, I guess. But I Cox was denying that they were doing anything because they want to sell us a modem. Uh. But Vibrant Gal pestered them. And, <laughs> see, she won't give up. She's like a bulldog. And she finally got an, okay, we give up. Uh, you can have it. And they sped up her Internet. That's why I can hear you now. Yeah, you can actually hear. Yeah. Really clearly. Do you really know what your clearly. speeds are? Uh, she does. She's got the numbers. They were uh, they were jacked up significantly because she can check how that works. Yeah. I'm sure you can too. Well, I you can. just do. All you can do is got to type in what's my internet speed. The first thing that comes up wow. and click on it, and it'll just tell you what it is. Yeah, it's pretty wow. easy peasy. What's my internet speed? In case you want to check. And the yeah, trick she'll get on when people say they're going to give her money back. Uh, she will pester them for months until they, give, they give it back. They finally <laughs> give up because she won't let go. It's amazing. I'll tell her, they're not going to give you the money back. They're they're running you around. She said, I'll get it back. And, get, she does. and she does. Never right? fails. Never. Yeah. All right, kid, I'm going to go have, it's, uh, it's, um, let's see, my real solar time is 1245, 1145, 1115. My real solar time is 11. See, I'm a man. I'm, a, I'm an hour and a half behind. <laughs> what? I'm an hour and a half behind. Thanks to your website. That's how I figured that out. And which website <laughs> is that? That's solartiming.com, right? That, that, that's uh, that's sunsinknutrition.com. Tell folks how they can. One. Well, how they can check their solar. How do they do that? Their real solar time. Uh, they actually put in the uh, the information is right there and how to follow it, mm -hmm. and then you just follow those instructions. Uh, yeah, you do your latitude. It's a, it's a longitude. A longitude, exactly. right? And then you do uh, plus or minus if it's uh, east or west, and it tells you exact solar time. Is that unusual? Like I'm in half an hour off. Half an hour? Um, some places are actually two hours off, but wow. those usually occur in Mexico and other countries where they really jiggle those lines around for whatever purposes. They do it. it uh, Donald used to call it banker's time versus biological time. Yeah. <laughs> they, they want it for the money. And they're even talking now about uh, making everything, uh, uh, changing the whole United States into some kind of banker's time. Daylight saving time forever. Uh, that's oh. what I heard. I think Biden was talking about daylight that. Daylight saving. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Well, I've seen that about the old Indian. You know, he said white man is crazy. He thinks by cutting a, a foot off the top of a blanket and putting it at the bottom, he gets more blanket. That's a, yeah. That, well, that we are crazy, and I think these people just have control issues. I think they just they like, also, it's like take the metal in our lives. They don't care what it is, right? They just want to metal. They do. They also want to discount astrology. Oh, the same yeah. with chronobiology. Yeah. They want you to believe it's your genes inside that they can fix and not the environment. So, Guacalin, these other people who, uh, I pronounced his French name wrong, the people who validated astrology as having some 
validity. The conventional astrology, some of that is just pop astrology. Yeah, oh, sure. But we are affected oh. by the environment. Well, I think we're one with these stars and sun, and I think we're, I think they're souls, my own opinion, and that we are one with them. So I think it gives more, more validity to astrological influences, Mercury and everybody. Because I think they're living beings. I don't think they're dead rocks. I just no evidence that they're dead rock. No. There is actually uh, research on the consciousness. Of course, Jagadash Chandra Bose showed that metals are alive. So sure. we want to think that everything has consciousness, right? DNA. Everything has consciousness, right? Everything. Everything. Yeah. Tin, ironically, tin has more consciousness than any other element is, in the periodic table. Is that right? Why is a mystery. <laughs> everything has consciousness, right? Ants, rocks, trees, caterpillars, squirrels, I don't care. Muskrats. And in the cumulative form, like, a, like a, from large, huge macro objects to small objects. Uh, Ray Pete is really down on DNA. DNA exists, but it's like saying your destiny is controlled by your fingerprints. Now, we can identify our history from our fingerprints and even iridology, but you're not going to change it. They have conned people into thinking that DNA is what controls our destiny. And there's so many layers below that that you might ask Ray Pete more about that because he really is familiar with the experiments much more than I, though I've I've been interested in it and followed the research on that since the 90s when I realized they were conning us. But it's, it's fair to say then that we can, we can change everything in our body, DNA, RNA, EPA, EPQ, by our state of consciousness, right? Look at what you're doing and I'm doing with my age. We are, we're doing it. I mean, we're doing it. I mean. Well, the perfect ex- example was the, the hypnotist in the 1953, I believe it was. He got a boy with a reptile skin, what is it, fish scale disease, yeah. where he had no sweat glands. He thought it was a rash, and the surgeon wanted to play a trick on him and said, oh, yeah, use hypnotism, see what happens. Knowing it's a genetic disease, you can't get rid of it. He got rid of it. And now the surgeon was, he was mad. He was angry. You realize what you've done? You've cured a genetic disease. Basically, the English, it was in England, and the uh, British government came down on him, everybody. And then, because he didn't believe it, he now thought it was uh, belief uh, was uh, DNA. He couldn't do it again. So when both of them had a belief together, when two or three come together in my name, right out of the Bible, right, uh, you got a result. But when he didn't believe it anymore, he couldn't do it anymore mm. because it required both. So it shows the power of the mind that we can actually do it for ourselves for and don't need anyone else's brainwash. We just don't. So is, are the genes, uh, so-called the alleged genes, uh, different from the alleged DNA? Is that the same thing? Uh, the genes in the DNA exist, but it's like a way station in between. The forces from micro to macro are in between. They pick the genes because they can duplicate them, and you can make money on them then. You can sell genes. But if you didn't have that, the, the layer below and the layer above too hard to, to uh, make money on. You can't do below. And above used to be called enzymes. They used to say enzymes control your entire body. Now that's been sublimate. That's been uh, delegated to the new age. They talk about it, but no 
no doctor will go into enzymes anymore because there's no money in it. They make the money on the genes. Hmm. And right now, genes are making tons and tons and of that's, money. That's where they're vaccines. going. They're going to want to change the genes to give people gene tests. And uh, I heard some lady on NPR, I love to listen to NPR when I drive just to know what these Looney Tunes are doing. There's, and they did a great, they did this story, Adam, about this lady who had some kind of gene test, said that she had a gene snip for stomach cancer, right? So, and they took out her, her cancer. They took out her stomach. She didn't have stomach cancer, but they said she had this gene uh, snip. And, and they, were, they were saying how brave she was to be ahead of the curve. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? That's like Angelina Jolie. Yeah, breasts, and, yeah. and cutting off her breasts. I mean, what's up with that? Holy cow. Whoa. It's pathetic it's, when you think about it. It's yeah. just like, uh, how could you do that? How could you believe these people? Whew. Yeah. Man, God love them. Well, it's her breasts, baby. You know, one of the things that killed my sister-in-law is they insisted on doing TV surgery on them. They TV. wanted to try to open her pericardium up and drain it. That's what really was the final stroke after that. What's a pericardium? No That's her heart? Yeah. Yeah, part of the heart, the circulation. In, in Chinese medicine, they have a pericardium meridian correctly and a heart meridian. Well, they went in there, and of course, it didn't work. But then the trouble really started after that, where it was evident she wasn't coming out of the hospital. Because they wanted to show up that they can do, a, instead of being there with the person, that they can do it at a distance. And so it was a show-off stunt. Wow. How, how many revolutions has she had? Won't she last? Uh, in her 70s. 70. Yeah, they, they were married for 51 years. They oh. celebrated their anniversary, uh, their 51st, I think, maybe 52nd, uh, two days before she went on cosmic vacation. My goodness. My goodness. Very sad. And obviously my brother is devastated because they've been together so long, forever, you know. He's been, he, he can hang on to his wives. I didn't do a very good no, job. No, well, you know, you, you, you needed some more. something years. You needed some more attachment karma for your wives. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I needed more attachment. <laughs> Actually, they wised up. <laughs> this, guy, this dude's crazy, man. I'm out of here. Oh, well. But I'm sure you had fun, and that's what counts. All right, kid, we're going to go now. I did. Thanks, Steve. Uh, really had a good time. What a great show. Just jam-packed. Folks, we're going to be uh, replaying this show right away that we do right after Adam's show. Well, we replay it for, for days. So if you miss them, just we'll replay it right on the front page. Uh, Adam, your two websites are? Uh, solartiming.com Solar is where timing. we have the books. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, Sunsink Nutrition is the $99, no limit. There's no yearly fee or anything. One one time gets you in. And there's a whole bunch of things which are explained in the promo on Sunsink. So go there and check us out. Check us out and buy some things and help Adam buy some more eggs at the market. And we all have to... Definitely. They're going up in price. I know. So. It's crazy. It's like every time you turn around, man, somebody's raising their prices. All right, kid. I love you. Thank you. My best of vibrant gal. And I'm going to try the pregnenolone thing and I'll let you know how I do. If I go crazy, I'm just going to call you and you can... Okay. Bail. Love and congratulations on the screenplay, Oh, Patrick. thank you. It's That's just incredible. Yeah, really great. Here. Thank you, brother. See you soon. May the blessings be. Bye-bye. Thank you. Namaste. Namaste. Wow, wow, what a great guy. Well, um, so we are going to eat, and then we're going to talk to 
Martin Armstrong tomorrow. Martin is a very interesting fellow, and he has a pretty good handle on geopolitics and the financial world, Martin Armstrong. He really does. He really does. He'll be here tomorrow at 10 o'clock, and then at noon, we're going to talk with um, um, Orion and Tina and their baby of uh, Terra Pureza, uh, a regenerative pig farm. In um, They do pigs and chickens in, in Austin. Uh, got to be friends with them at the farmer's market. And also, for those of you ladies who want to get pregnant or are pregnant or going to get pregnant or whatever, um, uh, I saw her, Tina, before she got pregnant, during and after, and um, it's amazing. Uh, two weeks after she had the baby, she looked like a supermodel. And I said, well, how did you do that? So we're going to ask her about that and what she ate uh, to have uh, easier and more fun and more fun birth. And uh, keep your keep your girlish figure. We'll do that tomorrow. Um, and then I don't know about Wednesday. I don't have anybody yet, but we'll come up with something. So I love you all very much. Thanks for your support. Let us know if we can help with anything. My email is patrick at oneradionetwork.com. Questions about our products or people have questions all the time on the uh, um, hydrogen machine. It's a 20% deal. I don't know how long we're going to do that. But uh, get, a, you know, th- th- this study on the hydrogen and the yellow fat thing is, is huge. And Adam even said, he, wow. So, I mean, if you think you got any yellow fats going on, get some of Adam's books at, at uh, solartimey.com and, uh, and then you'll probably want to get the hydrogen to get rid of your yellow fat if you think you got some. I wonder, hmm, okay. So I love you. Take care. Thank you. See you soon. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.